Hey there, Podcasters! Welcome to episode 97. In this episode, we talk about Disney's first Latina princess, the cool 360 photo of the groundbreaking of Star Wars Land, a marathon of all the Disney Channel original movies, Six Flags adds VR to celebrate the 40th anniversary of one of its coasters, we get a sneak peek of the making of Frozen the Musical, and one of us is in a lot of pain after a recent Fitbit Workweek Hustle competition. That, that was actually kind of hard to say. <laughs> Fitbit Workweek Hustle competition. This last week, we decided to call our vlogs Vlogmented Reality, and a couple of new videos went up, including a short one of our visit to Pop Comics in Anaheim for the signing of their variant of Haunted Mansion Number 1, uh, which we'll be talking about in the next episode. You can find those and other videos over at youtube.com slash We'd love it if you subscribe and maybe hit the thumbs up on any of the videos that you like. Remember that if you like our podcast or any of our videos, take one minute to tell a friend and help us spread the word. On the web, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search for Podcateers on any of those networks. Or head over to Podcateers.com for more information on this and other episodes. As always, thank you very much for listening and your support. This is episode 97 of Podcateers. This is our podcast. It's about three guys that love Disney, technology, art, and food. This is Podcateers. <laughs> God, what was that? <laughs> it's the intro now. So MTV oh, News. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mario, how are you feeling right now? Tired? Tired? I think that's an understatement. You look like you got beaten up. Yeah, pretty much. So here's what's happening. So I put up a blog post not too long ago about motivation. I've been pretty open about having a Fitbit and talking about this whole weight loss thing. <laughs> so Mario and our friend Marcus decided to get Fitbits this last you week. You got a Fitbit? Hazen actually inspired me to get one. Really? Yeah. But you you look how you smell. <laughs> Terrible? <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of full circle. I smell because of how I look. <laughs> That's funny. So what ended up happening was we had this group of about, you know, 10 people. The way Fitbit works is you add your friends and you can have these things called work week hustles and weekend warrior challenges where you try to get as many steps as possible. So uh, we were all kind of on par. You know, we were all getting about 30, 35,000. Uh, if we had a good Disneyland day, we kind of broke 40,000. So that was kind of where we were ranging Which over the past really cycle. Good, That's, it's really good. Fantastic. You know? <clears throat> so Mario and Marcus get a Fitbit. And let me guess, they ruined it. They didn't ruin it, but here's ruined what happened. It. So they are a lot more fit than we are. Okay. Okay. They run. They exercise a lot more. It's questionable. Mario. Well, I mean, he did beat you for an AP, so I'm, I wouldn't talk. <laughs> so uh, they run. Like Marcus runs like five to seven miles a day. Dang. Okay. So he he knows what it's like to you know put a lot of effort into something. Wow. Mario's been running you know five or six miles a day too. Dang. So 
it was it was just set up perfectly. What are you for running them. from? You. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to do in place, but <laughs> so we we join the work week hustle challenge this last week. And so what is all that? Of a sudden, so that's what it's called to get that group together. And you, yeah, it's just a, a little challenge that you have Monday through Friday uh-huh. to see who can get the most steps starting midnight Monday, and it ends midnight Friday. So I so can't Saturday be part of this club without a Fitbit. Without a Fitbit, no. Yeah. No. Okay. So, so I can't be part of your sorry. Beast mode. Sorry, buddy. Sorry. You can get a Fitbit. Sorry, I, I can, but. Then, but you can't eat it. It's not like food or anything. Oh, then why do I, why do you why do I want it? Nah, I don't know. To be a part of your club exclusive that's club. Right. I that's think that's right. the only reason he got this Fitbit because he wanted to be a part of your exclusive club. Maybe you know I love exclusive stuff. Yeah, Seriously. you do. So here's what happened. Okay. So we start the work week hustle. Everything starts off just like it normally does. You know, everybody's trying to get their steps. And look, I've worked really hard the last four or five months that I've that I've had this thing. And I started off struggling to hit 5,000 steps a day. Okay. okay. Everybody kind of sets their, their goals at like 10,000 steps a day because it's the recommended amount of steps by the American Heart Association or something like that to make you strong, whatever. Mm, to where I was struggling. To the what? To wear your feet out. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I was struggling to get to five because, remember, I wasn't doing any exercise before. Mm -hmm. Over the course of the last five weeks, uh, I've gotten better, and I more consistently get closer to 10,000 every day. There's some days that I actually get to 10. Some days I get 11. On Disneyland days, I've gotten like 15, 16,000 steps, and then, you know, i got to sit down, whatever. Uh, (laughs) The point is that I've seen progress, and Uh I was proud of myself because by the end of the week, I was getting... Like a good 30, 35,000 steps, Whoa, 40 on some good dude. weeks. And then Mario and Marcus joined. They ruined everything. <clears throat> so <laughs> they got into the competition immediately. Okay. Does this work on a curve where they get so many and then your points actually go up as well? It sure doesn't. <laughs> it sure doesn't. <sighs> they go into the competition. Okay, and they go in with ruthless aggression. Really? Okay. At the same time? At the same time. Are you guys walking Within, together? No. 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 They're, they're pretty far apart from each other. Uh-huh. Now, the only way you know who's winning is obviously the Fitbit syncs to the competition. It matches your steps, and you see the board, and you see who's the leader on that board. How right? often does it update? As soon as you launch the app, it updates. Mm, okay? Interesting. So if he can choose not to update till the end of the day? That is correct. You could do that. You could do that. You could do that. Or if you're away from your phone, it works on Bluetooth. So if you're too far from your phone, it also won't sync. Ah, okay. All right. So first day, we're seeing the steps count. Everybody's, you know, getting to their 10,000 steps. And all of a sudden, we look at Mario and Marcus, and they're at 30,000. Day one. Day Day two rolls around. We're looking, we're all trying to hit 10, we're all reaching about, you know, 15, 20,000 steps. Yeah. Mario and Marcus are about 70,000 steps. Wow. Wednesday rolls around, and we're all kind of struggling to hit 25, maybe 30,000 steps. Yeah, yeah. Mario and Marcus are at 90,000 steps. Dude, what's going on here? Okay. Thursday rolls around, 
And we're looking at this like, what is going on? Yeah. Like, what are they doing? I like, smell shenanigans already. I'm thinking they took the Fitbits and they put it on a pendulum or something. And something. it was just swinging back and forth, yeah. gaining steps. They put it on one of those paint shakers. Maybe on a paint shaker. That would disqualify them immediately. <laughs> but they were running. They were actually walking. They were running, Did you trying see to get them? steps in. I didn't see them personally. So you can't prove that they actually did this. I can't. You can't. But there are people that were with them when they were working. So out. you're you're trusting these two. I do. Competitors. I do. Okay. Now, it's now we're recording Friday evening, mm-hmm. and I don't have my phone to check this. Mario, are you able to launch the Fitbit app? I am indeed. So, the last time I checked. Mario and Marcus were neck and neck. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, when I filmed the vlog that I posted, it was, I think when I last looked, they were reaching 150,000 steps. Holy okay? moly. This was like Friday, end of day. Dude, you live like 10 miles from here. What'd you do? Walk here? No, I can't walk at this point anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you reach the 150 area and you're done. He's yeah, like, pretty much. He's wobbling, okay? He's yeah. like the scarecrow in the Wizard of Oz right uh, now. Oh, yeah. So he reaches, they're, they're like at 150 steps. And I'm, I'm, I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to think. I'm recording this vlog thinking like, where did this come from? Yeah. And the reason I recorded the vlog was because, one, when I first started seeing them climb to those levels, like those amounts of steps. You thought your Fitbit was broken. No, oh. I knew it wasn't broken. <laughs> uh, it was kind of discouraging. Oh, was it? It was discouraging because when I saw everybody else's steps. Mara, you're of, off the team, bro. You're off. No, no. You can't I will gladly them. get off this team now. No, but listen, it's, <laughs> it's not that I don't want them to be off the team. I'm just saying, look, this is where it went. So I was kind of discouraged when it first happened because I thought there's no way that I'm going to reach these levels. Yeah. Uh, I'm just starting out and it didn't sink in that I'm just starting out. Mm-hmm. You know, they've been doing this a lot longer than I have. They're used to this type of intensity and not even this type because they're both pretty beat. Like I was going back and forth with both of them via text message and they both were saying the same thing. It's like, I'm done. I can't do this. I got to take a break. I'm going to sleep for six months mm-hmm. because it it was intense. Like, I would see the numbers climb, and that first day, like Tuesday, I think, I was just feeling sorry for myself. I was like, I can't. I there's no way I'm gonna catch up. How am I gonna get to like fifty thousand by the end of the week if they're already doing that by day two? I bet Mario's answer is you start walking and don't stop. And don't stop. Exactly. <laughs> that is the exact answer. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let me ask you really quick. Did you do any running or is this pure walking? Running and walking. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I, could, I couldn't do the running. I'd have to do walking. Yeah. And obviously that wasn't enough because I didn't even get a third of what they got. What were you running from? <laughs> I was running away from last place. That's what I was running away from. That, and that's my question. Uh, why? <laughs> that is a good question. And you want the honest, honest answer to this? You know what? I really do because I don't get... You do understand you're competing against Hazen. Hey, wait a second. <laughs> that sounded condescending. And there's no need to kill yourself. Whoa, okay. wait a second. That really was condescending. <laughs> Starting. 
starting. Did you hear that? Go back to your tacos. <laughs> so, so here's the yeah, thing. I, this I actually do thing. want you to answer that. So, um, like I said, Hazen was the one that actually inspired me to get this Fitbit. You know, it's just. So why destroy him? <laughs> well, okay, okay. <laughs> well, I'll finish my story after. Okay, I'll okay, let, okay. Him, let him give his answer, and then I'll tell you the rest of my story. My mindset had nothing to do with destroying my brother's like <laughs> achievements here, okay? Yeah. Like he said, one step at a time, he's doing his best, forgetting the rest, and that's the way it works, okay? Oh, that's your best. Thing is, <laughs> Sorry, How many steps do you have in this competition? Like, like 10. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> You're giving yourself too many. Uh, <laughs> too much condescension against Hazen right so, now. <laughs> so I got more jokes for you, buddy. Hold on. Go so ahead. last week, I come over and I start telling them that I got a Fitbit and I'm showing off. And these guys are like, hey, why don't you just join these challenges, right? Yeah. Were you just planning on doing this by yourself? You, you had no yeah, intentions yeah. on yeah. joining? Because the thing is... Like I, I'm not very cardio active. I'm a little more like interval training. Mm. And the wow, reason I no got this one, means. which is that you use your own body weight as kind of weights. Oh, uh-huh. push ups, uh, burpees, things like that. Yeah, no wonder you have strong arms. Exactly. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> it requires a lot of like keeping your heart rate like at a certain level, right? So I got the Charge HR, which monitors my heart rate as I go. Okay. So, but these guys started telling me about their walk challenges, and they started showing me the competitions, right? And uh, I see Marcus's steps the first week that they do this. Like, it was the end of the week, and he was at 100,000 steps. Oh, so it wasn't to destroy your brother. It was to destroy Marcus. Kind of. Let me finish the story. Okay. So I'm looking at this. I was like, man, did he really do that? And they're like, yeah. I was like, I could do that. Uh Then Lynette goes, you can do that. Oh. I was like, yeah. And I can do more than that, like, too. No, you can't. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it came down to. It, it really she's did. Like, she's, like, she's like, there's no way you can beat Marcus. Oh, okay? wow. He's this active. He runs this much. He walks this much. And I was like, yeah, and I can't. And and no joke. Marcus runs like six to seven miles every day. Dang. I was like, you're telling me that I'm not capable of doing these steps. And she honestly did not believe that I could. I was like, yeah, okay. Not only am I going to compete, I'm going to win. So, so this is this all just came down to proving people wrong. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> this was one of those uh, to use a "How I Met Your Mother" reference. This was one of those Barney Simpson moments where he's all like, "You know how you run a marathon? You start running yeah. and don't stop." Exactly. <laughs> That's totally what this was. Wow. So here's what happened. So Tuesday, I'm looking at these numbers and I'm like, I'm freaking out. I, there's no way I can catch up. I'm done. I started to sulk. It brought me down. Yeah. Wednesday, a couple of people at work said, hey, are you going to go walk with us? And I didn't really feel like it. I was still kind of sulking. And You're like, drag me by my leg. Yeah, just drag me by my leg. <laughs> Ultimately, I snapped out of it. I realized, you know what? I've I've made my own achievements in the yeah. last you know four or five months. I think I'm getting better. I already know that because in the last five weeks especially, it's been a big change. As you said, it's not like they both started at 150,000. And and that's what it was that I realized, well, you know what? My brother's been doing this since he decided to kick your butt. So (laughs) it's it's kind of a year, you know, that he's been doing this. Marcus has been doing this for years now. So it's not like they started four or five months ago. It's not like they started a week ago. This is them. This is how active they are. So I thought, okay, I'm just going to keep going with how I'm going. I'm just going to try to always be better than my last step amount. And and that's what I ultimately decided. But 
I just didn't think that it was going to get as intense as it got. I would refresh the screen and I would think like, oh, my God, who's who's in first now? Like, who just, oh, my God, he just got another 10,000. Like, oh, man, Mario just caught up. He's got 11,000. Oh, he hasn't synced in eight hours. I wonder what he's been doing. <laughs> he died. It's so crazy. <laughs> so Thursday rolls around and they both cross 100K. That's and beautiful. I even showed this to like people at work, and they're like, "Oh, I I wouldn't be friends with them anymore." <laughs> like, but but like, that was it's the like thing. one I can't I can't. Uh, he's my brother. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, sometimes I choose you over him, so it's good. <laughs> oh, okay. So sorry, but, Mario. That so, was you weren't supposed to hear that. <laughs> it's all good. It's okay. He does the same to me. Exactly. Oh, he so, chooses me over you. No, he chooses beer over me. Oh, so. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, Thursday rolls around. They're both over 100K. And I'm yeah. thinking, you know what? This is kind of inspiring because Mario set out to just try to beat this score because he saw Marcus just went over 100,000. Like, I think this was Marcus's second week with a Fitbit, Mario's first week with mm-hmm. a Fitbit. And Marcus barely crossed that 100K mark. As soon as that 100K happened on early Thursday, actually, Mario's all like, boom, here's another 20 for you. Damn. Then Marcus is all like, boom, here's another 22 for you. It's like a UFC fight. And I could tell they were starting to drag because the number ranges weren't as big anymore. They were starting to get smaller and smaller as we got later and later in the yeah. week. Now, here, I just grabbed my phone. All right. Uh, so, a drum roll? as we are recording this podcast, we are approximately an hour from finishing this work week hustle. And uh, Marcus synced five hours ago, uh-huh. and he's got 155,000 steps. So, you're saying he still has an hour to maybe log in one more time? He's got uh, six hours after the competition's over, I think, to sync. Dude, at this point, he really has like no need to resync. Yeah, like <laughs> uh, like just read my steps. See, like I I didn't win. So Mario <laughs> tried to to beat him, and he got a hundred and forty. He's a hundred and forty six thousand nine hundred and sixty seven steps. Wow! So he was Dude. just under one forty seven. Congratulations! It. W- I'm telling you, that is nothing. To be sorry about not winning, that is nothing you should not be proud of because 147,000 steps in one week. Dude, coming in second place is beautiful. It's it's painful. (laughs) (laughs) I can tell it's painful. But see, here's the deal. Uh, Over the course of the last week, it tells you like what your step counts are. Marcus went over 203,000 thousand steps in seven days so he's not human is what you're saying no he's not he's obviously a cyborg yeah he's cheating because he is a cyborg he is a cyborg you know fitbit has all these different badges they have all these trophies mario ended up getting the five thousand in a day ten thousand in a day fifteen twenty the forty thousand steps in a day Within the this week, he ended up getting the 70 lifetime miles, the 75 floors climbed in a day. Like wow. everything that's taken us like all these months to do. Yeah. And some of these I haven't even done. Like I haven't reached 50,000 steps in a day. I haven't done 40,000. Dude, I haven't even gotten 25,000 steps in a day. And huh. they reached them all within a week. Dude. Seriously? 
You think I'd be satisfied by that, but I'm too much in pain to enjoy these things. <laughs> it's crazy. It's intense. I it just I, I mentioned it in the uh, vlog video that I posted. You know, when when I'm working out, I get psyched. I listen to a few songs, and they get me just kind of pumped up. And I'm thinking like, yeah, I'm in beast mode and everything. I'm you know walking and stuff. Yeah. That's nothing. I bow down to both Mario and Marcus because they killed it this last week, man. Just watching that go down was uh, was kind of intense. I want to see well, you walk. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, more to Marcus, really. Okay, like I, I know I started this conversation like all cocky, like I was going to be able to beat him and stuff like that. But honestly, this was more kind of like just to challenge myself. Just to see how far my limit actually was. And apparently it's at 147,000 steps. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say that in, in all fairness, we kind of took Mario away from the competition because we are recording. Yeah. And he got here just about 7 o'clock this evening. So from 7, it's almost midnight. You know, we've been talking and just kind of you know shooting the breeze since we got here knowing mario i know that if he didn't have to record he'd be out walking trying to beat marcus until the very last minute of the competition which actually is why i'm telling you i have so much respect for this guy because that was what had to happen a lot of times during this week like i actually walked until 11:50 at night and then i would sync my phone just wow. to beat him by like 300 steps what happens if you try to sync at let's say 1201 the the is not is it not valid? The count accumulates throughout the week. Yeah, but by midnight, it's already the start of new counts. There's three types. There's a daily showdown. There's a weekly showdown and a weekend showdown. Uh huh. So it doesn't count for your daily steps if you go past midnight, but it counts for the week long steps regardless of the time. Yeah, because okay. it would just be based on the last time you synced. You see what I'm saying? But then once I sync it on after twelve oh one. It, it's it resets the steps, so if I was at like nine hundred steps, right, and at twelve oh one I start walking, yeah, it would just be at whatever I was at twelve oh one, like ten steps or whatever. Oh, I see. Because yeah. I, I I was afraid that you did let's say forty thousand steps in the past four hours, and you go to sync, and it didn't count. I made sure that they I all did count. it like they all count. Yeah, it's, it's right. cumulative. Yeah, okay. so gotcha. Even if he didn't sync for four days. Everything that he walked those four days, it adds it all up and it syncs it together. So Yeah, but my whole mindset was I wanted to end every day in first place. Did you? A couple of days he did. Monday and Tuesday. Yeah. Mm. On Wednesday, he like came back with me. Like, So you're saying Marcus on Wednesday is like, yeah, I think I'll start today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> up until then, he was just sitting on the couch. He was just sitting. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so... <clears throat> anyway, so again, I don't know what the rest of the group felt, okay? I can't speak for any of them, yeah. uh, but me personally, that first day was rough for me. Uh, when I saw those numbers, I was like, man, this I'm done. I'm just going to hang up my Fitbit. I'm going to give it to Javier. He'll, <laughs> he's not going to use it anyway. <laughs> and, and then finally, by Wednesday, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm not competing against them. I'm really just trying to better myself. I'm yeah. just going to try to keep beating my own scores. And that's that's what it turned into. Don't ever try to reach that goal. All right? That was pure lunacy. Like, I'm not even kidding. <laughs> it's like... So you wouldn't even do it again? 
No, no, I wouldn't. Okay. But you kind of I... can, though, because think about it. If you run a marathon, you can get those steps. As a matter of fact, you get them all in one day. Yeah. Our cousin John just ran the marathon at Walt Disney World. His total was 117,000 steps. Oh, very nice. Wow. See? So if you do a marathon, a 5K, a 10K, and you're in one of these competitions, you can easily hit over 100, 150. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is a lot of dedication to train to do one of those. Absolutely. So... Uh, intense or not, I'm not there yet. I I know I bow to them right now because again I thought I had beast mode ready to go. Yeah, Whew, I realize it was Mario. That it had was it. Mario that had yeah. it. Yeah, and Marcus and Marcus. And now so. I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> now he just wants another beer. <laughs> you you want your princess to kiss you so you can stop being a beast? Is that what you're saying? Yes, yeah. exactly. Oh, okay. yes, yeah, so cute. On mouse mode. <laughs> <laughs> When are you going to give up on this mouse maker thing? I don't dude? know. Is that still a thing? I don't even know if that's still up. I don't up. know. I don't know. So, you know, it's funny that you mentioned a princess. Uh, Disney announced this last week that we are getting a Latina princess at Walt Disney World this summer. Orale. There's going to be a new princess named Princess Elena of Avalor. Of Avalor? Why isn't it de Avalor? Hmm. That's a good question. Right? Well, she's just supposed to be like a Disney Channel princess, right? Oh, what? Yeah, it's, it's not, not it's like not a movie princess. Like a, yeah. Man. Here's the difference between this princess and all the current princesses. As we know them, Cinderella, Snow White, you know, uh, Aurora, all these princesses all came from a movie, an animated feature that Disney had done. Right. This summer, Disney Channel's going to have an all new animated series where she's going to get introduced. Uh, I think they said she's going to be like 16 years old. Okay. And so I guess the entire series is going to follow how she defeats like an evil sorceress. And uh, she's appointed by the Grand Council to rule the kingdom. Mm -hmm. And just kind of everything she goes through, you know, to rule the kingdom, her subjects and stuff like that. So uh, at Walt Disney World, she's going to be at Magic Kingdom. And oh, then okay. here she's going to be a California adventure. Oh, she is going to be here. Nice. And I'm assuming she's going to be right in front of off the page, like where they have Sophia the First. Yeah. So that's where they have Sophia mm-hmm. and Jake and the Neverland Pirates. Oh, okay. Or Jake from the Neverland yeah, Pirates. Yeah, yeah. I know that they've talked about having a Latina princess before, but right. they didn't go through with it mm. the first time. This one looks like it is set and it's going to happen. So I'll be interested in seeing the series to see how it pans out. Right. See, I love this idea because all the other princes get one movie. This is a weekly thing that she's going to get multiple episodes, right? Well, I think in some cases, some of them have had either a second movie, a third, uh, or have done... Sequels don't count. Of course they count. Sequels? (laughs) Of course they count. Yes, because we all remember Cinderella 2 and 3. <laughs> well, Everybody remembers that. Three is three was pretty. Good. Two was, was pre- it? What Javier, happens? I mean, have Javier watches it I'm all not the time. Spoil it. <laughs> uh, sad that she's not at Disneyland with the other princesses. Yeah, that she's at DCA. It's cool, but you know, hey, she's running California. It's fine. Exactly, it is what it is, right? Princess yeah. of all of California. Yeah, California. Now, if I remember this correctly. Aladdin had a TV series, an animated series. That means Princess Jasmine would have. Her own series, wouldn't it? Does it count, though? Because it was really based on Aladdin. Hmm. But she's still a Disney princess. But it was called Aladdin. It's yeah, like so, it was was called... The, so was the movie, but Jasmine's still the princess. Don't get all crazy on me. Bro. Oh, I'm going to get crazy. Come here and walk to me. <laughs> <laughs> Stand up and say that to my face. <laughs> 
I guess, I mean, I, I guess if you really want to count it, I mean, it did go on for three seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, did they ever hit the the hundred episode mark? I doubt it. Not at three seasons. Yeah, it's like seventy two. No, episodes. I mean they put out a bunch of episodes. Did they? No, I'm sure yeah. they did twenty four episode thing. Hmm. Well, twenty four per season. I mean, I guess on a technicality, maybe I guess Jasmine has had an animated series. There's no really other princesses that have had that treatment, yeah, right? I'm gonna disagree. You can't that disagree. she no that she had an animated series, but she didn't have a movie. Oh, okay. So you're saying she's not a princess? I'm okay with that. How dare you? <laughs> oh, because you like her? Yeah, she's awesome. Is she, though? Yes. Is she, though? Yeah. She's not uh, Snow White. She's not Come Ariel. On, let's face it. She's not Belle. No, wait. The Little Mermaid had a series, too. Very short-lived, they, like two years. Huh. did have a series. Okay, so two of them. Okay, so she she's a princess. That actually might have been all of them, actually. Well, if we're missing any, uh, maybe the listeners can help us out. So if you know of any other animated series that the Disney princesses have been in, let us know in the comments section, either for the blog post, Facebook, or Instagram. Uh, are we just blanking, or have there not been I'm any blanking. more? I, don't, I can't think of anything right now. All right. Well, if anybody comes up with it, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it after. Hi, this is Desiree Lang, a.k.a. Desiree Aaron on Instagram. Um, this is my review for Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey at Universal Studios. I must say that Hogwarts Castle is phenomenal. From the outside to the interior, there's so much detail. It's really hard to believe that you're not standing on a movie set. They do allow you to do just a castle walk. All you have to do is ask one of the employees there and they do have a little certificate that they'll give you that allows you to just wander through the castle, which I highly recommend doing. When we went on it, our line was pretty short and it was very fast moving getting through there. So you don't get a chance always to look at all the details that they have. So we did go through a second time and probably spent close to an hour just wandering through. There's so many details. It's just really amazing. And I'm highly impressed with all the work that they put into it and bringing Harry Potter, the movie, to real life. For the ride, between the 3D and the way that the car moves, you can very easily be made sick, I will say. I took something ahead of time because I had heard reports that people saying they could, you know, get motion sickness. My sister did not, and she mentioned that there was a couple occasions where she actually needed to close her eyes to keep from getting sick. The ride is really cool. I've never seen anything like it before. Between the 3D projections and the actual design of the ride, it was really cool. I will warn you, if you are a little afraid of spiders, there's an entire room of spiders, which I was not a fan of. That kind of freaked me out. But other than that, I enjoyed it thoroughly. I would definitely recommend to anybody. It is worth it. I saw the little car that they had to the side to kind of test people for the the ride itself. I am not a big person, and it was tight for me. It's unfortunate that they don't have the option 
for people who are on the heavier side to be able to ride it. But I think they'll probably change that in time. We did go on Flight of the Hippogriff. That one also has a very strange design. I'm about six feet tall. It has a lap bar that folds down, but there's also this weird shin guard that to me is extremely unnecessary. There was a lady behind us who had knee surgery and so she couldn't bend her knee past a certain point. Therefore, she wasn't able to get the lap bar down into the little green space that was required in order for them to make the ride go. And so she wasn't able to ride the ride. The ride itself is literally less than 20 seconds long. The best way I can describe it is it's the equivalent of the go-go coaster in Toontown, but it was cool to wander through the queue for that. They have um, Hagrid's house and his little motor car, and then when you're on the actual ride, you have to see a hippogriff, which is also kind of cool. Plus, when you're going up the hill, you get a nice upward view of the Hogwarts castle, which is just another perspective that you wouldn't get unless you were on that ride. Overall, I thought the park was awesome. From the time you walk in to the time you get to through all the, the alleyways and all the little shops, you really feel like you're immersed in the in the whole world. And I was fortunate enough to see um, Dylan White as one of the train conductors there. And some of you may know Dylan White as the former genie from the Aladdin show. And he was super nice and awesome. And I made, was one of the highlights of my day. So that's my review of um, The Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Hope that helps for all you out there who are curious about it. Thanks. Have a good day. All right. Well, special shout out to Desiree and a big thank you for sending in that trip report for The Wizarding World of Harry Potter. If you guys want to give us your thoughts on anything that you guys have experienced, uh, anything that we've talked about on the podcast... All you have to do is record an audio file using your phone with the voice recorder app and just email it to comments at podcasters.com and we'd love to play it on a future episode. So if you have any thoughts, that's the best way to do it. Uh, Disney Channel is doing something pretty interesting and they're about to debut their 100th original movie. Really? Yeah. So mm. you know how they have all the, you know about them, right, Javier? They have all the no. different movies, uh, High School Musical 2, Cheetah uh, Girls, the <laughs> Lizzie McGuire movie, oh, uh, yeah. Camp Rock. Um, I mean, the list goes on and on, like Teen Beach Movie 2. Was Teen Beach Movie 1 Disney Channel? Yeah, right? It wasn't released in the theaters. It was actually Disney Channel. Uh, it was Disney Channel. The Lizzie McGuire movie was a theater movie, though. So all these original movies that they've put together, they're yeah. about to actually release their 100th original movie. And who is it? It's actually going to be a remake of the 80s movie Adventures in Babysitting. As a Disney Channel what? original? As a Disney Channel original. Hmm. Uh, so, yeah. So, what they're going to be doing starting May 27th is I think they're going to start off with one of my favorite Disney Channel originals, the Kim Possible movie. Yeah, that's awesome. It's going to start at 10 a.m. You got way excited for that one. Kim Possible rules. Kim Possible's awesome, dude. I've never seen it. Watch oh, it. Oh, man. I had that ringtone on my phone for so long. Me too. Uh, so the it's going to go. Yeah. So it's going to start at 10 a.m. on Friday, May 27th, and it's going to run through Monday the 30th until 3.30 in the morning. That is and... one long movie. No, no. It's <laughs> playing all of them. <laughs> They're actually playing all of them. It's not just one. <laughs> 
This isn't Lord of the Rings, dude. It's a hundred different Disney Channel movies oh. that they're going to be playing. It's not Lord of the Rings. There's going to be an actual schedule that got posted, and it, it is Memorial Day weekend, so that's how you'll remember. It's Memorial Day weekend. So uh, will they count up or count down? They'll be up, right? What do you mean? Oh, they're not in order. Like they're not in order of how they were released. They're all kind of scattered. Oh, uh, I saw the schedule, and it's kind of weird because they have certain movies where the sequel is getting played before the original mm-hmm. version. Why? Why would they do that? I don't even. For someone know. like me, that's probably never seen it. I'd rather watch it in order. I think most people would. I I think in the schedule it was some weird thing like at midnight Friday or something they were going to play Twitches 2 and then like Saturday middle of the day they were going to do Twitches. Hmm. So they're playing them backwards at like these odd times where I guess they're doing it by popularity cuz they know people aren't going to watch Twitches 2 at uh, 1 a.m. or whatever it is. I believe that. So hmm. Uh, I'm glad that some of the ones that I've enjoyed over the years are going to be like during the the day, like Wizards of Waverly Place. Just let me know the when the Even Stevens, Stevens movie. movie. That's the one. <laughs> well, that was the one of the ones that I was looking for, and the Even Stevens movie is actually going to be right before Wizards of Waverly Place. Oh, nice. Uh, there's a whole bunch that I would just not rather ever see again. Name one. But um, I don't know. Maybe Bad Hair Day. Like, hmm. I wasn't too fond of that one. Um, it goes well with the title, then. Smart House wasn't all that great. Hmm. They weren't, like, full stinker movies, but they also weren't great movies, hmm. either. And I know that some of the ones that I did like, like, I like Descendants a lot. Like, I know some people didn't like Descendants. Oh, Descendants because is going to be part of this? Well, yeah. It's still a Disney original movie. Very nice. So, I know people didn't re- really like it because they kind of changed the way that the villains were. You know, they they changed their story and they they twisted it to to put forth this Descendants movie. But I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good movie. Do you think they're going to incorporate a lot of the ABC family stuff? Like My Day with the President's Daughter, things like that? I don't think so. I don't remember seeing any of those. You know, this sounds like a YouTube channel thing for us. 200 straight hours of watching these movies. I like it. You down? No sleep. Since me and Hazen have seen these. Yeah, I'm it should be just you. I'm down. We should film you watching yes, these movies. Non-stop. I'm down. You would break a world record. Would I? Yes. Of no sleep or, or watching consistently? L- lamest person ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, he didn't have to watch the movies. Yeah, that's I don't true. have to do that one. No. He broke that years ago. That's yeah, true. my name's already on the book. so And on the plaque. <laughs> so we'll go ahead and we'll put up the schedule and the blog post for the episode. Uh, find your favorite movie and just set your DVRs. If if it's not on Netflix or something, if it is, just watch it there. It's just so much easier than having to than wait having for... to wait for your favorite one. To come <laughs> out. You know what's funny though? My favorite comes out at three o'clock in the morning. It might. Yeah, probably. It might. Javier's a big fan of Twitches too. <laughs> yeah, not the first one. <laughs> just the second one. You know what's funny? Uh, we've actually experienced this before, where. Disney will actually pull their movies from streaming services because they're getting ready to re-release Blu-rays or they're doing like things mm-hmm. like this. So it'll leave the streaming service for a little while while they do their thing, and then it'll come back on. If it did uh, disappear from some of the streaming services, 
you'll understand why because yep. they're doing this marathon and they want people to actually watch it. So yep. it's kind of weird though. Someone's going to be like, you know, I feel like watching High School Musical 2 today. No, it's gone. <laughs> you went to look for it today, huh? <laughs> was it not there when you looked for it? It wasn't there, guys. Oh, man. So don't check. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Sing one of the songs. High School Musical. Yeah. Yeah. You're just going to stop? Uh, yeah. Oh, I I man. I thought you were going to put on a whole show and no. everything. Start bouncing the basketball and stuff. Oh, well, if you insist. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, speaking of musicals, have you seen the way they're decorating the Hyperion now for the Frozen show? Get out of here. <laughs> Dude, that the snowflake chandelier thing. Or that like is the, sick. It looks crazy. They are actually doing a really amazing job with that. How sharp do you think that thing is? That thing looks deadly. Right? But it looks pretty awesome. Aside from the fact that it's massive. <laughs> it's very I don't think it's going to be right above anybody, though. It looked like it, though. They had it like right near the audience section. It might be in like what's considered the orchestra section for some shows where it's it's not going to be necessarily above the audience and not necessarily above the stage. It looks like the like the New Year ball drop. Yeah, it does actually. No, it doesn't. Yeah, no, it, it totally does. does. The New Year's ball does not have like 800 spikes coming out of yes, it. Yes, it does. Sure it does. It does? Look it up. Actually, oh, that's man. where they got it from. Yeah, from exactly. The new- they just stole it from Times Square. They just took it. Yeah. From the Rockin' Dickies Eve thing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, what Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> Some Dick and Rockin' Dickie Eve thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Leave Ryan Seacrest alone. I've never seen that many spikes on the New Year's one. That's because you don't celebrate New Year's in Times Square. I like don't. Javier do. <laughs> I don't. I know. Well, Javier's hip. Exactly. I wear a diaper there. I know you do. There's no restrooms. <laughs> What's your excuse all the other time? Hey, whoa, whoa, secrets. <laughs> so uh, I didn't think that was the most impressive part, though. Although the chandelier is pretty awesome, I like the fact that they're going to be using projections on what they're calling the Aurora Borealis wall. Yeah. And they're going to have like LCD displays around the theater to be a part of the actual show. It looks like they're going like all out with this one. It's totally different from what they were doing with the Aladdin show. Yeah, there's a lot of tech involved in this it, one. There is. There well, was... I wouldn't expect tech on Aladdin, though. There there had to have been some things they could have pulled off with stuff like LED screens and things like that. We're going to have that discussion again about uh, Indiana Jones and the Rye with the lights. It's not. Anyways. See, that's my point about Aladdin. They can't add all that tech stuff. Yeah, they can. Trust me, you can always have different... Look, when they added all the projections to the rides in Fantasyland, Mm -hmm. people didn't think it was going to work. It's all a matter of how you work the projections, and it's all a matter of what you... It's a matter of what you do with them. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, the one that always stood out for me was uh, the one that happens in Pinocchio with the fairy godmother. Oh, yeah, that's like, a great one. Like, it, it's one of those things that, honestly, I would have been, like, upset about because they changed it, but I was so impressed with how it looked, I didn't care. You forgot how the old lo- version looked. Well, no, it's, like, very similar. It's the exact same thing. It's yeah. just there was the difference between a, a statue and a hologram. Yeah. Okay. But they did such an impressive job with it that I was just, like, blown away by it that it didn't bother me. And see, just imagine what they're going to do on a larger scale. So, mm-hmm. I look, I know that there's a lot of people that still are not happy about Aladdin leaving the Hyperion. It was there for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it was there when DCA basically opened. Right. Wasn't Mario crying about it? I was. 
a lot of people were. Not just Mario. I know it was a lot of people. It was just Mario. No. Such an amazing show, though. Like, it was pretty much the only thing, aside from the Animation Academy, that I would go to California Adventure to do. Really? Yep. The show was just so classic because, you know, you knew all the characters. And more importantly, uh, Dylan White, who played the genie, the genie did such a great job of like making these pop culture references yes, in all exactly. of the shows that it kept the show relevant year after year after year. And I think it just had to do with the fact that the cast was just really like tightly knit with each other. They all kind of knew each other and everything. And it made it really easy to make those types of references. I don't know if that's going to happen in the Frozen show. I think it may be a little more scripted. I don't think it's going to be as off the cuff. Right, right. But I think it's going to make up for it with the effects because if if I understand what's going to be happening with the wall, you know, if Elsa looks like she's about to freeze everything, those projections on the walls are going to make gonna it look like iced. the entire theater mm-hmm. is getting iced down. Yep. It's going to be interesting to watch the, the final you know, set up in the final show, I think it's going to be good. You know, I know that's not the popular thing to say, but I think the show's actually going to be really good. No lie. I mean, he just mentioned it a while ago. Like, Aladdin leaving, like, really upset me because I really did love that show. But based on everything we kind of saw during that setup, the giant doors and the snowflakes and things like that, the walls, the LED walls, it actually looks like it's going to be really good. Because right now it looks like a Monsters, Inc. play. The giant doors do the make gi- it look like it's the factory. <laughs> yeah, it does actually. <laughs> yeah, what is that? Is that just supposed to be for like the opening scene? The do you want to build a snowman song? Because she's behind the oh, door when sense. she sings that, right? Love Dude. is an open door. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just interesting how they're taking like so much tech and they're jamming it into these new shows and everything. Uh, I mean, the next thing you know, they're going to be doing virtual reality for stuff. I mean, that is the next step, right? Oh, so you're saying... Put go- put these goggles on and watch the play? It could be. The, I mean, you already go to a movie theater and you kind of have that experience with 3D glasses. Mm-hmm. It's not that far away to just be immersed in it and either use your phone, you know, to add to it. Uh, if you're on the same Wi-Fi network as the theater, they could transmit stuff to your phone. Maybe it they'll give you like Google Glass or something. Who knows? Maybe they'll do Oculus Rift. Wow. I mean, Six Flags just did it with the new revolution. Yeah, they did. Six Flags is known for breaking all sorts of records. Now they did it with a roller coaster by making it like the first VR coaster, I think. Yeah. Did you guys get a chance to watch that video? I did, and I have mixed feelings about it. Oh, what what do you have to say, Mario? <laughs> <laughs> I have reservations. <laughs> well, I did watch it, and I have my reservations. <laughs> oh, there he is. Hey. Uh, okay, well, what was it that you liked and didn't like about it, Mario? Oh, um, I don't like a thing about it because Six Flags sucks. <laughs> Six Flags does not suck. Oh, <laughs> no, it really doesn't. <laughs> but, um, no, I mean, honestly, it kind of bugs me. All right, for starters, um, I don't know if we saw the same video, but did you guys watch the split screen video where the guy was, like, writing? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. So we all saw the same video then. Mm-hmm. Well, you sent it. <laughs> yeah, but I sent two, though. Oh, so I, I don't know which one you guys saw. I saw the split screen. Okay. Yeah, I saw the split. With the dude and then what he was seeing. Yeah, so I had found two and I saw a portion of the second one, but the first one was the most important. That's the that's split screen one. So we'll post a video 
uh, on the blog post for the episode. That way you guys can take a look at it. It was both interesting and disappointing all at the same time for Absolutely. me. Absolutely. Okay. Oculus Rift is a virtual reality headset. Like the big helmet ones. It's not a big helmet. It's just like a set of visors, like goggles almost. It's a full plastic encased version of like Google Cardboard, for instance. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'll show you a picture of it. We'll put it in the blog post for anybody that hasn't seen it. Okay. What's the other one? Uh, well, Google Cardboard. You know, that's the, the experience you have. But then there's also Samsung VR. Like all these companies are coming up with their own versions of this technology. Uh, while you're on the ride, it looked like they had a Samsung phone attached to the front of the visor. Yep. So that made me feel like, okay, well, you can't carry a full computer. This makes sense because now you're carrying a portable computer on your face. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> that was that was kind of cool. The experience was weird because you're still on the exact same roller coaster. Okay. It's still the same revolution. They're calling it the new revolution of VR experience. But it's still the same roller coaster. The difference is that you have the goggles on in your face. Great name. And you're watching like this video game. Okay? So you have the ability to maybe shoot. You know, using yeah. the VR goggles. I didn't, I didn't know if he could or not. It looked like he was It looks shooting. like he was. Yeah. It looks like he was. So it looks like it was fairly interactive that you're kind of going through this scene and uh, it's apocalyptic and there's aliens or something like that. I mean, the graphics weren't all that great. It looked like Sega Genesis quality. No, it was better it than was that. It was bad. It was better than that. Sonic the Hedgehog But it definitely 3D. wasn't what's you know, available now. It did look a little old. Like Doom? <laughs> no, that's still too old. You guys are going way too Doom. far. That is exactly what it looked that like. Did it did look like Doom. It didn't look that bad. Yeah, it was a little pixelated. It Look, you're on a moving vehicle, okay? Uh-huh. We still don't know how they're transmitting all that stuff to the phone. It could be on the phone altogether. The video itself, I wasn't too impressed. I guess the idea of not knowing where you're going to go next because you have the VR goggles on might be the thrilling part. But if that's the case, just close your eyes. Exactly. You know, I, I completely agree with that. It is so pointless that you need to be distracted by something while you're on a thrill ride. I just I kind of want to agree with you, but I think it's a good idea. I just don't think it was executed properly. It is a terrible idea. They th- shouldn't have come up with this. No, see, that's the thing. I, I disagree. I think it's a great idea. Problem is, at least with the technology in that video, the technology isn't there yet. We recently played with Google Glass when I downloaded an app of a roller coaster simulator. Correct. Right. Yeah. Because this is something entertaining, worth watching while you're not physically on a roller coaster. So if this is entertaining enough to be stationary and watch, why would you feel the need to replace an actual roller coaster with something different? Uh, to be different. Why do you need to be different? You're on a roller coaster. Do you sit in a roller coaster every day of your life? There's dozens of roller coasters at Magic Mountain. Are you they, sitting in them daily? But they picked one to make it different. They do different things. But see, I think it, it goes back to the statement I made earlier Six Flags has broken a lot of records when it comes to roller coasters. And I think this was their way of kind of frontiering the whole, you know, VR coaster thing. I don't think there's really a purpose for it because it it doesn't look fun to me. Doesn't look fun to okay? me either. So I kind of agree with Mario, okay? 
where he says that if you're on a roller coaster, just enjoy the roller coaster. There's plenty of simulators that you can strap on some kind of virtual reality and you feel like you're flying in a plane, you you feel like you're you're playing in a game, whatever the mm-hmm. case is. You go to Dave and Buster's and there's all sorts of Batman games where like you get into this little hub looking thing and then all around you you see the scenes as you're like supposedly driving the Batmobile. But is it a roller coaster? No, but see, that's what I'm trying to say that if you strap down into like a simulator, you put on the virtual reality and then all of a sudden, you know, you're immersed in this world and it looks like you're on a roller coaster. So I guess the best example is I know that they use this type of technology for training pilots. They use it for training astronauts and stuff like that. But let's say you want to go ride a roller coaster in England and you can't fly like you can't. Uh, or you can't afford to fly, but you have a simulator where you can ride this roller coaster, you know, in London, whatever the case is, right? Mm. This is the best way to use that technology. Bring the coasters of the world to one central location. Other than that, just go experience the real thing. Again, I I, I want to agree with you that it's dumb, but I like it because it's different. It's a taking a roller coaster and adding quote technology to it because they can't they don't have a big dome like space mountain they they, they're they're not going to cover the roller coaster you know space mountain doesn't have a dome it's a dome no that's the facade but it's not a dome inside it's a big square well is it really yeah i don't know i'm color blind and whatever nothing to do with it apparently (laughs) geometrically challenged I don't know. I ride that ride with my eyes closed anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> so you would with this VR one too. <laughs> Javier, are you telling are you telling me that you're like so bored of revolution you need it to change? No, no, I'm not saying that at all. So why do you need it? I, I don't. All I'm saying is that Magic Mountain is trying something different. If they want to try something different. different, here's the advice. Ditch the VR glasses and remove like three inches of the track on that right. That becomes a lot more exciting. <laughs> what? That way it has to hop from one track to the other. <laughs> it's See airborne for it. three Is it going to make it? <laughs> I don't know. Let's try it. Look, I don't even know why Javier's complaining. He gets like sick from I walking. Do. I do. He can't ride a roller coaster anyway. And this is what's like, like baffling me right now. Because yeah. we all got like motion sick sitting here watching this like roller coaster simulator. Yeah. Now he actually wants to be on a roller coaster watching something else move around him. You're going to throw up. I got sick doing the virtual tour of the the groundbreaking of Star Wars. (laughs) Did you? It doesn't move. But see, that was done a lot better. Because it was a beautiful photograph. And and that's what I was going to say, that it was easier to digest that as a whole because – Regardless of where you looked, you saw high-resolution images. But, you see, you were immersed in that world. Regardless right. of where you looked, that's what you were but seeing. But that was my point on the roller coaster. If that video would have been movie quality, I think this would have been a home run. I mean, I think we're pretty – I don't want to say we're evenly split because Mario and I, I think, agree that it doesn't make the experience better. Javier says he just wants to be different. Yeah. And I say Six Flags is good enough already – just knowing I can get in with a can of Coke. <laughs> you I don't think. Can of Coke. <laughs> We're not in 82 anymore. That's no, my, it still works. That's my annual pass. 365 Coke cans in my trunk. <laughs> still works. <laughs> that's a lot of Coke. <laughs> <laughs>
it, it just all depends on how it's executed. You know, going back to the groundbreaking thing for Star Wars Land, yeah. you know, the the company that put that together was a company called Little Star, and they did a really good job of taking the 360 image and then adding all of these Star Wars elements to the image. It looked high resolution. It looked really clean. The artist that ended up doing the compositing did a like a super job with all of the shadows, which made it look totally realistic. Uh, regardless of where you ended up looking in the sky, you saw Kylo Ren's TIE Fighter, you saw the Millennium Falcon, you saw all sorts of things that made you feel like, wow, this this is coming. I wonder how the photographer captured all that. Yeah, it was all Photoshop. Yeah, all Photoshop. <laughs> it's all Photoshop. <laughs> so this was originally an image of the groundbreaking of Star Wars Land, right? Yep. Like, honestly, like some of the stuff that was kind of like just in the environment around you just already felt like it needed to belong there. Obviously, the stuff that was floating in the like air. Like Big just, Thunder Mountain? You're yes, right. Big Thunder in the background. <laughs> <laughs> the Matterhorn kind of peeking through the trees. Yes. Let me Photoshop that out, though. Why would you? Because it's not Star Wars. But, but it doesn't matter. The it's the groundbreaking. It's part of the process. It kind of matters when it's important to me because I don't want Big Thunder Mountain in the background when they're trying to create this this Star Wars world. It ruins it. How does it ruin it? Look, first of all, you're not going to be able to see Big Thunder once Star Wars Land is actually built. So you say. No, I know. It, it, they've a, already said they're going to block all of the rest of the park so that it doesn't ruin the illusion. This is how they've done it with every land. The only exception to that rule that I know is every land at Disneyland. Matterhorn. From, like, Main Street. No, the exception at Disneyland is every land because well, you can stand in one land and totally see into the next one. I can't. <laughs> yes, you can. No, I can't. But this is going to be different because they've short. actually said that they're going yeah. to cover it, whether with trees or, like, a facade or something. Right. They're going to cover it so that you can't see outside of the land or inside of the land from outside in Disneyland. With big black draperies or what? No, I mean, they're going to theme it with, like, tall trees and stuff like that so oh. that you can't see in. All right. You'll probably still be able to see it from the top of the parking structure, which is where most of the pictures are coming from That's right now. That's going to be cool. But Javier won't ever be able to see it because he's not going to get a pass or a ticket. Hey, come on, man. We got to kill it with the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Magic Mountain. <laughs> All you need is a Coke can. Hold on, let me finish my drink. <laughs> but yeah, I I'm going to recycle it for five cents. <laughs> <laughs> You do enough of those, you get a Disneyland pass in 12 years. Yes. 12 years, that's that. <laughs> that's in time for the opening of Star Wars Land. What are you talking about? <laughs> true. The image was pretty cool, though. Uh, again, Big Thunder's not going to be there when it's actually finished. Right now, they're just trying to clear everything out so that they can start building. Uh, but that was not the point of the picture. <laughs> the point of the picture <laughs> was that they wanted to show all the Star Wars characters in the land that they're going to be in. Uh, the image was really cool. The The one thing that I didn't like about it was the fact that you had to download a separate app in order to actually see it. You had to download the Little Star app. And, I mean, it's it's not like, like it's a big app or anything like that mm-hmm. because all it's loading is the image. But it was compatible with Google Cardboard. Mm-hmm. So there's an option when you're looking at the image where you can hold up your phone and you can just kind of swing it back and forth, look all around, and it was moving the image inside of your phone right. as if you're looking around. 
Uh, you can toggle the VR mode where it's split and made like two eye holes almost. You can put it into Google Cardboard and then you can actually put it on your face and then move your entire head around as right. if you were looking at the scene. As we did. As we did. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was funny watching you try to walk towards something. <laughs> so did you. To- <laughs> <laughs> that was the only, greatest. Only once. That was the greatest thing. It was only once. Come on, that was freaking awesome. <laughs> it was only once. No, I like when I started pointing forward. Oh, like- yeah. It's like, what's that over there? It's like the wall. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But the image is cool. We'll go ahead and we'll put it up in the blog post. Uh, If you don't watch it on the website, you will be able to do it through the app. You'll just have to download the Little Star app in order to do that. Uh, And if you have Google Cardboard, I would totally recommend just doing it through there because it's kind of a cool experience. Right. So, all right, guys. I think that is going to wrap it up for this episode. Uh, before we close up the podcast, I want to remind everybody that this episode of Pocketeers is brought to you by Amazon. Amazon! If you purchase anything on Amazon, whether it's food, clothes, school supplies, you name it, if Amazon has it, cell phone stuff, movies, Google, Google Cardboard, cardboard. you can get it through there. Yeah. Uh, make sure that you head over to Pocketeers slash Amazon first and then click on the Amazon button. Your purchase will cost you exactly the same, but going through that link will actually tell Amazon that you want to support the podcast, and a small portion of your sale will come to us as a commission. Uh, You can think of it as a tip jar at the coffee shop whenever you go. You drop a few coins in there. Same concept. All you have to do is click on the big Amazon button at pocketeers.com slash Amazon. I'm sorry, guys. I'm falling asleep. (laughs) Amazon. Okay. Uh, <laughs> How many Amazons are there? <laughs> like seven. Amazon, Amazon, Amazon. This episode is also brought to you by Audible. Audible. Are we no, doing Audible no, now? No, we need to do Audible. <laughs> yeah. If you love to read, but your hands are preoccupied doing other stuff like house chores or writing or driving, driving yeah. putting on makeup, it doesn't matter. If you want to listen to a book, Audible is the way to do that. With over 150,000 titles, you can get one of those for free on us. Just head over to podcasters.com and then click on the Audible banner. You'll be directed to the page where you can sign up for a 30-day free trial and download any book that you like. The most recent book that I just finished was Creativity, Inc. by Ed Catmull. He talks about how he came to meet people like Steve Jobs and John Lasseter and how Pixar became what it is during those formative years. Uh, It's an amazing book. I totally recommend it. So again, head over to podcasters.com and click on the Audible button to get started. Remember that if you guys are trying to find us online, you can always head over to podcasters.com. You'll find more info on this and other episodes. You'll also find the free birthday shout out list that you can quickly sign up for. You can check out the gear page if you're interested in checking out any of the t-shirts that we have for sale. Yeah, if you want to dress like me. Ah, uh, don't do that. <laughs> dress like Mario. <laughs> he likes Neff watches. Yeah. Oh. I am not wear my Neff watch. And, oh, yeah. Oh, he's wearing a Fitbit Charge HR. Yeah. Which you can get by clicking on our Amazon <laughs> button. Amazon! <laughs> 
If you want to find us on some of the other social networks, we are at Pocketeers on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. But if you guys want to see some of the videos that we post, you can subscribe to our channel over at youtube.com slash Pocketeers. That is going to be it for this episode. Until next week, here is to beers, cheers, and makey ears. Have a fantastic week, everybody. Peace to the out. Take care. Oh, take to the care. <laughs> <laughs> She's awesome. Is she though? Yes. Is she though? Yeah. Is she though? Yes. Is she though? Yeah. Is she though? Yes. Is she though? Yeah. Is she though? Yes. Is she though? Yes.